Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, it's... <laughs> Kelly Chatfield Wickham. <laughs> you said it like that. <laughs> it, Holly, it sounded like you got kidnapped mid-sentence and pulled away from the mic. I kidnapped my own brain and held it hostage. It's been, usually we do it every week and it's been a week at two days. So a little rusty. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I was going to, I usually say the sister expert, but you're never going to believe who that is today. But we are not there yet, Shelly. How dare you try and rush me in my art? What? <laughs> I, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> well, I have a little bit of an anecdote, a little bit of a tidbit of fun to share with you. <laughs> oh, oh who, is, who, who am I speaking to? <laughs> I don't know. I'm all topsy-turvy today. <laughs> oh, so I'm speaking to that guy from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, man, I wish. Okay, so you know that saying, give me strength? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At dinner this evening, my children and I were talking about that and... My son said, I will give you 10 strengths. And then he flexed both of his arms like he was like uh, showing off at the beach, his biceps, uh-huh. like up, you know, up by his ears. Right. And said, one, two, three. And then counted all the way up to 10 and then did a punch towards me. And he's <laughs> like, there's your strength. <laughs> I just thought you guys would like to know a new way to transfer strength. <laughs> That is really a useful thing to know. Yeah, is there is there other strengths that you could transfer like 10 squats with a kick or something? Does that count? Gosh. I hope so, cuz I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to start doing that. Actually, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make my children transfer their strength to me. <gasps> Since oh, they take no. so much of my strength. So you have the strength of a grown man and a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you imagine my little baby transferring her strength to me? <laughs> yes, I can. Oh. And I love it. <laughs> uh, Shelly, would you get uh, your strength, If would you say that to your doggy? How would a dog transfer strength? Let's see. She would She would do her, her stretching routine that she always does, which mom always comments on when we're together. Like, she does. wouldn't it be good if we all did that all the time to stretch? <laughs> and so she would do her stretching routine and then come lick me. Cute. Uh, Kelly, you have a little kitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would little Chandler do to transfer strength? Bite everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Is he a nibbler? <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. Especially when he's cooped up in his room for too long. He just gets, like, the zoomies and everything. But then, so it's like, he would transfer by biting, kind of like a snake transfers venom. You know, it's just the bite, and then the energy goes through the teeth and into the body. Through your punctured skin. <laughs> he doesn't even need to do anything to, like, level up his energy. He just has it always. Well, yeah, because he... he I mean, well, I guess he does the zoomies. So he like runs around the house, jumps on furniture, jumps off furniture, blah, 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 blah. 
and then does like a drive-by bite. But that kind of <laughs> sounds like if you told a monkey's paw, give me strength. Like, you know how like you you make a wish, but then it, it, it technically comes true, but it goes not the way you think. Mm-hmm. If you told a monkey's paw, give me strength from that cat, and then the cat bit you. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> hate it well holly you would you would just die because of allergies so oh Oh, no it's allergy venom (laughs) (laughs) allergy venom (laughs) shelly gang now you know uh how how to give each other strength and uh there's something else you need to know it's so important and don't let shelly bully you into listening to this what (laughs) <laughs> Any sooner than you're ready, Shelly gang. So take a beat, just take a breath, and listen to the thing I have to say, which is that today's topic came from my sister, Julie, and not the small committee. Yeah, I bulldozed the small committee. <laughs> oh, wow. That's bold. <laughs> and the small committee said, excuse me, is there another position that I might take outside of the committee? So then it was a different committee. It was an even smaller committee. (laughs) Yeah. So, Shelly, would you like to know today's topic? I would. Today's topic is trapeze. (laughs) (laughs) Julie, this is what you feel so passionately about that you bulldozed the committee. I shattered the committee over this. Uh, so Julie's going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like trapeze. Kelly is going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And Holly, me, as our sister expert and someone who's been dying to show everybody how I wanted the expert part done when I very first came up with this concept is going to tell us what I think you will choose. Uh, Shelly, are we ready? Ready. Julie, I'm going to be kicking back and relaxing and with my headphones off until 40 minutes from now. So say whatever you need to say. That's how you envisioned the uh, expert role to (laughs) be enacted. Uh, No, I... I expected a lot more like orange safety vests, but I can't do anything about that now. Did we did we already go over what a trapeze was or what Shelly thinks it Ooh, is? That's a great We can't uh, So, Shelly, I know very frequently you're concerned that you won't know what I mean when I say Julie's topic that I had nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> Will you tell the Shelly gang what a trapeze is? Well, all I've been able to think of since Julie's, or you said that word, is like from that Disney sing-along tape we had many years ago. Like, he floats through the air with the greatest of ease. You got it. You got it. The flying trapeze. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Okay, yeah. So so it's like like a a doohickey from the ceiling <laughs> and you you jump and then swing and swing and swing and then you sometimes swing off of it and let someone catch you and then swing and swing and do some tricks 
Okay, I'm so thrilled that we we went over that, Kelly. Thank you for the reminder. Julie, say the things Shelly should like about it because it sounds like there's a lot to like. (laughs) Those doohickeys, the technical word. (laughs) Well, I don't don't know the word. How am I supposed to know that word? It's a thing. It's It's a a trapeze. You can't use a word in its own definition. So I said doohickey. Shelly, I hope that you are delighted to know my first point was that it has a very good song. Oh, hooray. Yeah, because your kids listen to that, don't they? The, they the do. Stuff. I know that song very well. He floats through the air with the greatest of ease, the daring young man on the flying trapeze, and then the song takes a turn. His actions are graceful, all girls he does please, and my love he has stolen away. <laughs> so everyone knows trapeze artists are... Smooth operators. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number one thing known about them. Yeah. And so if you want to, if you too want to be a smooth operator, go to trapeze school. Is that real? There's yes. a trapeze school in DC, which is very close to us. And when I told Theo, he said, I want to go. And when I <gasps> told Ruby, I said, she said, I want to go. I just remembered that there's also one at the pier. Yeah, Santa Monica Pier. Uh-huh. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's probably a fun place to do trapeze. Mm-hmm. Is it open air trapeze? Because that would be cool. Yeah. No, it's ocean air trapeze, Julie. Ocean air. Come on. Oh, wow. Feel the sea breeze on my skin. <laughs> <laughs> Holly didn't think I could do it, but I totally did it. I have like 10 <laughs> points. Tell the truth for the thing I said. I said, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Holly didn't think she could do she could come up with any points for either side and so I'm I, I'm saying I'm better than you because I could come up with so many <laughs> me too oh Kelly's better than you too I'm finally better at something than Holly <laughs> <laughs> I get a gold medal and trophy and I'll share with you trapeze. Julie what yes no Shelly trapeze I uh I have a lot of points that I will go over very quickly because I don't want to waste anyone's time about how great Trapeze is. Okay, number one, great song. Number two, it looks awesome and beautiful. Number three, is this really how all your points are going to go? We're just going <laughs> to blast right through them. No, it's not. <laughs> it makes me feel alive without putting myself in danger. So watching it makes you feel alive. You yes. don't have to participate in it to, to feel it's that rush. <laughs> uh, we did some family research this evening and watched some uh, Cirque du Soleil trapeze. And let me tell you, we were all wowed. <laughs> the The last like grand finale trick was a person swinging on a bar and then he let go and did like three three flips and then grabbed onto someone's hand. And let me tell you, that made my heart race. <laughs> so, Shelly, have you ever watched Trapeze, by the way? I have been to a Cirque du Soleil show. So, oh, yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, you know, you know how you felt. And if you felt like I felt, you felt thrilled to your very <laughs> core. And a little bit scared, but that's part of the fun. <laughs> so it's like riding a roller coaster to you and watching oh, trapeze. Yes. <laughs> it, it's like riding a roller coaster, but without all the motion sickness. 
Oh, ooh. Do you think that actually doing trapeze is also like riding a roller coaster, or are you so professional and focused that it's like work almost? Well, I wouldn't know. I've never done it. I did comment to my husband that I would probably die if I hung upside down and swung from a big swing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All my blood being thrown right into my head, I would would definitely die. We'll just say that. (laughs) Not even just pass out, just instantly die. (laughs) Dad told me recently that he's sorry that he passed down his genetics of, of small sinuses to all of us. (laughs) <laughs> so I think that is I think that's that where have something your blood to do with go. it into my sinuses <laughs> <laughs> no just like all of the like the the tubes and highways of your mind and brain <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your sinus counts as part of your brain <laughs> my brain is so big that it's taken over all parts of my head Holly and- you're the expert you should be looking this up right now. Well, the okay. ear canals affect your balance a lot. That's yeah. why I was. That's why I was so clumsy as a kid because my ears were always wackadoo, <laughs> and my ears were always perfect, which is why I have perfect balance. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, trapeze is so great because it helps those trapeze artists build trust. And everyone knows that usually circus performers uh, are just so untrusting. So if if that's a real issue for them, they make the their uh, performers do trapeze to really like build workplace trust. <laughs> so the the people we see performing trapeze are like the least trustful people on the team. And this no, is no, like... no, they turned their weakness into strength. Okay. Now they're the most trusting people. Okay. Everybody so, else in the circus is, is mid-trusting. Okay. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Guess what? I have an alert. Okay. People get motion sickness because the fluid in their inner ear goes all crazy. And it says specifically on WebMD that it has to do with your brain, a.k.a. the levels of the fluids in your ears. Yep. Sends a message to your brain. <laughs> yeah. The I end. learned that I have a, an inner ear balance issue. When my job made me go to a neurologist and do all tests and stuff. And so I can't close my eyes or be in the dark and try and walk anymore. (gasps) You'll just tip right over? Wait, do we all have that? Uh, No, typically not. I don't have that. Holly, I wanted you to look up if your sinuses were part of your brain. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And what highway number it is. Yeah, Holly, look that up. (laughs) Holly, this feels so weird to have you looking things up and saying pieces of information on our podcast. I hate to learn a dang thing, but I'm doing my job the right way. (laughs) It can just it can just be on the temporary RAM of your brain. When I first thought of the expert, I didn't think of the Googler. That came afterwards, so I didn't really think we would have to learn anything when we did this podcast, but I've been fooled. Oh, yeah, it was supposed to be like this is I'm an expert on Shelly, so I know everything about Shelly. Holly, what do you know about Shelly? Anything? I know that the sphenoid sinuses are located in the sphenoid bone. (laughs) 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 The ethmoid sinuses are located in the ethmoid bone, which separates the nasal cavity from the brain. Oh, no, they're separate because they're separated. Oh, yikes. (laughs) By bones, which is something you do not want in your brain. I will now be looking at pictures of sinuses. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad this is where trapeze has led us. 
Um, okay, Shelly, now I'm going to say a few things that my family told me. <laughs> oh, all right, I'm excited. When I asked the general public, what's the best thing about trapeze? My husband, Corbin, and my son, Theo, who's nine, both spoke simultaneously. And here are the things they said. It's a very good trap. It's the most delicious kind of peas. <laughs> uh, do they happen to share genetics? <laughs> you know what? They do. I turned to my husband and I said, I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Shelly, it's um, a great trap and delicious peas. <gasps> oh, my oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you can get cancer in your nasal cavities, a.k.a. your sinuses. Mm-hmm. Holly, put that away. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly, I don't know why I wrote this, but I did. You could run away with the circus. And and, uh, because I feel like if you're running away with the circus, you're either going to do two things. You're going to become a clown or you're going to be a trapeze artist. Those are the only two options. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Can you think of any more? (laughs) I can't think of any other reason I would go to a circus. <laughs> I want to be the, I want to run away to the circus and be uh, the head of concessions. <laughs> I guess unlimited popcorn and cotton candy. But I don't like really either of those things. So I can trust myself around them and not, and not, uh, what do they say? Eat the seller's goods. Yep. Eat the, eat the bank. That yeah. should be a phrase. Sure. <laughs> You you don't get high on your own supply. <laughs> That's it. That's a good one. That's a good one, Shelly. <laughs> uh, so, Shelly, if you ever contemplate running away to the circus, um, uh, you should consider doing trapeze. Oh, goodness. Because <laughs> you know why? Why? Trapeze artists are super jacked. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> I kept every time the these trapeze artists would do a trick from the video we were watching tonight, I would go, "Oh my gosh, how do they not just rip their arms out of their sockets?" Or like, "How do they just not snap their backs in half?" <laughs> and Corbin just said, "They have all the muscles." <laughs> and I'm like, "You're right." <laughs> and you know, these Cirque du Soleil performers, they wear these skin tight costumes so you can see all those muscles and you know mm-hmm. what there's a lot but they're lean because they've got all of them <laughs> all yeah the muscles they have all their muscles <laughs> um hey holly i have an expert question oh well let me get my expert machine ready because <laughs> <laughs> i was i was gonna joke and say that i'm probably too short to be a trapeze artist but i'm betting that short is good in trapeze all right, I will enter that in. What is the average height of a trapeze? Like being artist? short as a, an Olympic gymnast is preferable. Right. Mm-hmm. I will work on this and put in all the numbers and figures and wait for the printout. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh, the printout's coming. Hold on a second. I just have to rip it off off of the dot matrix printer. <laughs> On all of the uh, learning how to be a trapeze artist's frequently asked questions, mm-hmm. like all of the schools, says there are no height restrictions. So no lower bound and no upper bound? That's exciting. Uh, but unfortunately, there are age limits. You have to be 
between age 6 and 150. Dang, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to see my 6-year-old Ruby and a 100-year-old woman <laughs> doing trapeze side by side. Wouldn't that, that would be actually exciting? be very entertaining. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want Okay. Now, now I'm just going into my circus daydream. I want my family to become circus performers and Corbin can be the the base. He can be the strong man to to throw all of my children as high as he can into the air and they could do the 100 flips. Mhm. Would you guys come see our family circus? Oh, yes. yes. That'd be so sweet. As long as I can bring my concessions to sell at the door. <laughs> uh, we'll take a cut of, of the profits. Or you could just take a cut of the snacks because I would bet your children would agree to that bargain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Um, okay, Shelly, I have two more points. The second to last is trapeze is a an excellent opportunity to show off your elegant legs. <laughs> so if you've got elegant legs and you're looking for a way to show them off, consider starting trapeze. <laughs> what if I don't have elegant, beautiful legs? Can I still do trapeze? <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, yes, do trapeze. Uh, I think you can obtain beautiful, elegant legs by doing trapeze because uh, uh, because of the aforementioned rippling muscles. <laughs> right, right. And I'm betting from all, the, you know, when I'm swinging on a trapeze with, you know, on my feet, you know, how they hold on with the tops of their feet. Uh-huh. Um, that will just, that will just straighten out my knock knees, <laughs> just straighten them right out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And everybody who starts trapeze <laughs> in their 30s always <laughs> gets the desired results. Yeah. Shelly, my last point <laughs> comes from my son, Theo. You can make a trapeze bar out of anything you want, like chocolate. <laughs> Get it? Chocolate bar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wow, Julie, you proved me wrong. There's egg on my face. Yeah, uh, don't you forget it. But now someone's going to prove me even wronger, and that's our beautiful Kelly. Kelly, tell Shelly why she should be anti-trapeze. I am going to go against most of the same points that Julie just said. <laughs> Kelly wants you to have knock knees forever, Shelly, okay? Aww. Well, we all have knock knees. Well, I, I will. That's just our legs. Julie brought up that the tight clothing can show off the muscles. Uh, however, they can also show off cracks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A porcelain trapeze artist <laughs> no. showing all their cracks. Uh, yeah, they're so fragile. Yeah, so the first thing that came to my mind was crack attack. <laughs> because those things are just, their leotards are so, so, so tight and whether they're the guys, the guys typically have, like, the longer pant part of a u unitard. But then the women uh -huh. tend to have, like, the, the fishnet stockings and or leggings and then just, like, a swimsuit. You know, like a one-piece. Like, just the leotard. Yeah. And one, you get massive wedgies, which are horrible. But then you also sh show more of your butt. And you don't want that. And you don't want to see that. 
And I know Shelly feels very modest for people a lot of the time, too, as much as herself. Shelly's always carrying around extra sweaters <laughs> just to put over people's bare shoulders. Uh-huh. And like parkas and ponchos. Just like, here, can you just cover up? I asked, I asked Tyler what's bad about trapezes. He said, if, you, if they fall and uh, go face flat onto the net... They could get permanent sleep lines on their face. <laughs> That's what happened to Two Face in the Batman comics. He was doing trapeze and fell just on the one side. <laughs> and that's why he turned into a bad guy, because guess who let him fall? Robin. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, It's a good thing he's cute because. He says stuff like this is crop dusting would get wild. (laughs) So if you ate or if somebody ate like, I don't know, a Taco Bell bean burrito. Oh, my gosh. And then you went and did trapeze. (laughs) I will say that the very first search for trapeze when I was typing it typing it in on google was trapeze artist with diarrhea so <gasps> oh it's gosh. real you gotta Sad. eat to perform and sometimes that doesn't work <laughs> or sometimes people have ibs <laughs> <laughs> you can't you just can't hold that sometimes and uh or or you think you're crop dusting and it gets a little crazy i just oh don't know gosh. what that phrase means and i refuse to look it up even if i'm the expert what crop dusting <laughs> cuz most most top athletes are powered by a taco bell <laughs> yeah one thing i thought of was that you know as as they're eating as they should even like the morning of whatever cuz typically those things are done at night so what if they had let's see so let's say they had fried chicken and they didn't wipe off their hands well enough. So then they're going <laughs> to either grip on so, so tight and hurt their hands and it feels like their hands are going to fall off. Or they're just going to slip and slide and fall because their hands are greasy from fried chicken. <laughs> and you know that's the night that they're like, yeah, I don't need a net today. I'm feeling very confident. <laughs> also in the frequently asked questions of all of the trapeze schools it said we never never like so many nevers work without a net so <laughs> sorry that's not gonna happen Shelly everyone's gonna be safe no matter what you want well but if it's a professional maybe, <laughs> maybe or even they, in practice you know they're they're done with trapeze school <laughs> No, every every time you get on a trapeze, it's another way to learn, another opportunity to grow. Is that what they taught you in trapeze school, Holly? What do you think? <laughs> Is that why you had to go uh, as the expert because you know you know too much? I was too deep. Yeah, it's true. Um, and my last point is that the greatest showman. Shows unrealistic expectations with singing and doing the trapeze at yes, the same time. Zendaya How the heck forever. did I not bring up the greatest showman? That's the best song <laughs> oh. in the whole thing, too. You're dang right. <laughs> Tyler and I sing that duet all the time, and Gross. if I, it, <laughs> and when well, and sometimes we sing it like 
we're just really dorky. But um, he, you know, it starts off with Zac Efron singing, and then it goes to Zendaya. And when I don't sing it, he, like, whips his head to look at me and is so offended that I'm not singing with him. I'm like, dude, relax. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm doing something else. Like, I'm reading a book or I'm trying to take a shower or something. He tries to go all buddy the elf with you and start a duet while you're in the shower. Uh-huh. You have to work really hard on a trapeze, and it's, it can be fun to, like, do it. But it just, there's unrealistic expectations especially in movies, and it's really hard. So you're saying there's never going to be a Broadway musical where it is like, instead of all on like roller skates, all on trapezes, because they wouldn't be able to keep it up the whole time? Exactly. <laughs> and that's why when, you know, you go to see Cirque du Soleil, they ain't singing. They it's have a, they have a, a soundtrack. The Beatles, Michael Jackson. Uh, I don't remember any Waters. others. exactly so boo trapeze (gasps) boo trapeze and boo uh everything about trapeze i'm gonna cut the podcast to start right here welcome to our (laughs) podcast it's my turn hello everyone it's me holly and i know you're not used to hearing my voice right now um uh, to be the expert for someone who's known Shelly for her literal entire life. I was here on this earth far before Shelly was. <laughs> so <Moments>. far. <laughs> and I taught her everything she knows. And here's what I know because I taught it to her. I taught Shelly a few things. One, Shelly does not like danger. I've been around Shelly where there has not even been danger, but she's yet perceived it. Hey, Kelly, do you want to get next to the edge of that canyon? Oh, don't do that, Kelly. Oh, my gosh. You're welcome, Shell. Yeah. <laughs> I've always loved to give you a little heart attacks. Oh, is that dog not on a leash coming a little too close? <gasps> oh, it's too scary. That doesn't bother me unless I have Mora with me. Then I'm just worried Mora will get grouchy. That was what I was thinking because anytime I imagine you, I imagine you with your dog. <laughs> I do bring her to work with me. She's popular around the bakery. (laughs) Do you really? No. No. Well, actually, (laughs) occasionally I do, but I tie her up outside and I go in for one second and then I go get her. (laughs) Uh, And so so that's what I know about Shelly. I also know about Shelly that, as Julie mentioned, uh, Shelly does have a secondhand nervousness for the people that she sees with her eyes. And... I don't think Shelly's ever seen a trapeze act from um, anywhere but below, you know, like not that she's been doing it, but rather like she hasn't been eye level with these trapeze artists. <laughs> and so Shelly, Shelly, here's another thing I know about Shelly. She's very good at math and she knows about angles and distances and inches and yards and feet. And, <laughs> and she knows that up in the sky is Farther away than down on the ground. <laughs> farther away from what, though? Because if you mean space, they're actually closer. <laughs> no, I mean to the core of the earth. Okay. Read between the lines, Shelly. Come on. So another thing that I know about Shelly after knowing her for a long time, and this is something that she doesn't just share with everybody, but uh, Shelly uh, really likes 
Live from Lincoln Center Comedy of Errors by uh, the Karamazov Brothers, which you can find on YouTube. It's very funny and good. And I would say that was probably Shelley's first interaction with a trapeze. Shelley, do you remember the trapeze part of that one? I do, yes. Okay, Shelley, do you remember when the beautiful woman who's doing it, and and she does so many other cool things, uh, because it's it's a... The Comedy of Errors, William Shakespeare's Comedy of Errors, but done by like essentially like a circus troupe. There's a lot of juggling, a lot of fun stuff. Shelley, do you remember at the very end, because it's it's accordion music in the background, and at the very end, there's a symbol because the woman links her uh, legs, or her ankles rather, down to the edges and the rest of her body's underneath the trapeze. Do you remember that? Yes. Shelley... I can tell you that even when you were a young babe, you had a visceral reaction to that, and it was it was negative. And Shelly, <laughs> the thing that you don't tell everybody is that when you were a baby, you had an excellent sense of things, whether things were good or bad. Everything was very clear to you and became more gray over the course of the years. And, uh, and so, Shelly, you trust yourself as a baby. And and that's what I know, okay? And not everybody can know that because not everybody has known you for as long as I have. And that that's why I'm the expert and everyone in your face, Shelly's going to go anti-trapeze because it's the right thing to do. And Shelly is right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now, uh, it's the time we've all been waiting for. The opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most vidiot podcaster, Shelly. Did video really kill the radio star? Yes. It was oh, tragic. No. I knew it. It's going to be stuck in my it. head the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, what do you think about trapeze? Even just you guys saying trapeze was the topic, it really blew me away. <laughs> and I, This is a topic I was never expecting on this podcast. <laughs> So this is like this is kind of like uh my brain wasn't ready for it. and it's we normally record on a different day and so like my Tuesday brain isn't as ready for the like the shock and awe of the topic I think. <laughs> so it has a great song. Uh that is true in both yours and Kelly's points cuz great song and great a showman and great song on Disney Sing Along. So uh I mean that's that's just inarguable. <laughs> Great songs about trapezes or dealing with trapeze. Um, it looks awesome and beautiful. I guess also maybe the art does, but also if you appreciate all the muscles, that's that's a double point. All the muscles yes. plus beautiful. Like our mom used to say, and probably still would say, uh, like we can appreciate all the beauty <laughs> in the world. Uh-huh. It makes you feel alive. I hadn't ever equated that kind of like oh my gosh like this is crazy they're doing these crazy tricks and I feel like excited with the same kind of like roller coaster energy of like I know I'm safe but I also kind of feel that danger um so I don't know if I if I've ever like I can't pinpoint a time in my life when I've ever sat down and like watched a trapeze show and then been like wow I'm ready for anything now like I feel alive (laughs) you don't feel inspired by flying I, through the uh, air dangerously. I don't. I get. I not that I can pinpoint. Maybe I just. Um. Maybe I just don't remember those times because I'm too pumped. <laughs> <laughs> 
It helps build trust. I'm glad not every institution has to build trust that way. I don't think that would be um, nice. And if I ran away at the circus and they're like, oh, we don't trust you yet and you don't trust us yet. We know the perfect thing. You off the street, let's do throw you into the trapeze show. I, whew, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't sound safe to me. It's a good trap and delicious piece. <laughs> uh, your boys are silly. <laughs> yeah. It's the one of the two options if you run away with the circus. <laughs> uh, that feels, uh, you know, maybe I should have had Holly, the expert, double check, but I think there might be a few more options. <laughs> I I mean, the the ticker tape has been beeping this whole time and I haven't seen anything. I've been scouring and scouring. Wow. Well, I that's why I said I think there are more options. The trapeze artists are super jacked. We've already talked about that. They do, like, I, Julie, also, I had never really thought about, like, wow, how do they not rip their, their like, shoulder out of their sockets or whatever? Uh-huh. Like, but yeah, that's not a way our bodies are used to moving. Not, we're not Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> we are not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had never thought, like, yeah, just catching someone by, like, the legs or the arms, like, that would... That would hurt unless you've got all the muscles. <laughs> can I can I bing bong in to say something about this? So what hasn't been mentioned yet, and I'm shocked and appalled, is that uh, our hometown, Redlands, at the YMCA, there was a circus that happened every year that you could go to the YMCA and take classes in different circus like performances, and then at uh, you know at the end of of the year or whatever you there would be a big circus performance, like several of them. And our, our dear Smotches, she was in it. She didn't do that. but Two years, baby. What did you do? What was the name of the thing you did, Kelly? Triple ladders. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It was kind of like a trapeze, <laughs> except you're, you're not like jumping from one to one, but you're doing tricks on a swinging bar. Yeah, right? and that's why like, um, when Julie brought up this topic to me, I was like, are we talking any bar, any like aerial tricks? Yeah. Any of those like tricks? She's like, no, the ones where they're swinging and catching each other. I'm like, all right. I did know a trapeze artist that Shelly also knows because we all, uh, she she was in my grade at high school and we all worked at the same Mexican food restaurant together. Shelly, do you remember Lauren? The blonde girl? Tall and blonde. Mm -hmm. Oh, she did trapeze? I had no clue. Yeah, she and her sister, who is a little bit older but looked exactly like her in every way, uh, Lauren was in trapeze. And not only that, she was the person who made me realize that trapeze artists and uh, other like aerial acrobat- a- acrobats weren't like little dainty things like um, like some gymnasts are, you know, that we see on the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she was, like Julie said, jacked. She was just rippling muscles and, and tall she was as tall. Heck. She right. was tall. Right. So so that was my first inclination of like, oh, these aren't just like beautiful little ballerinas or something. <laughs> right. They are I mean, and ballerinas are also jacked but just in a different way and have different talents. But like I was like, oh, you can be powerful on a trapeze. Mm-hmm. So well, guess what? In my notes for myself, I have Great White Circus written right right there. <gasps> yeah. Because I would say that was um, also that comedy of errors, like Holly brought up, that that um, by the Brothers Karamazov. That was probably my 
first like memory of like a circusy kind of thing. But then I would think the Y circus is the first one that I think of when I think of like actually going to like a live performance of a circusy thing. We didn't go every single year our whole lives, but um, once we kind of knew it was a thing and, you know, Kelly started doing it and we knew friends who were in it, like we would go. And every time I would go, even if I went like two or three times and saw the same exact performance, I was blown away (laughs) that people in my town could do that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the small committee before it broke into smithereens, never to be uh, connected again. Oh, no. uh, Uh, I didn't realize that was consequence. Maybe doing circus acts as a whole. Uh-huh. Uh, so we could talk about all the different ones, but uh, dang it, it turns out that Julie actually murdered everyone in the small committee <laughs> with a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> with a German wheel, she held onto the inside and then they rolled her around over all of our, the corpses. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> Uh, so you can make a trapeze bar out of anything, even chocolate. I actually don't think chocolate would make a very good trapeze bar, Theo. (laughs) (laughs) A, it would be so tempting to just want to take a bite. But also, chocolate isn't known for its structural stability, especially when you're (laughs) grabbing it and holding it for a long time. (laughs) Unless it has that M&M candy shell coating, (laughs) then it's fine. The tight clothing, as Kelly said, does allow allow people to see cracks and yeah like that was something I was always worried about in ballet like that's why I was glad most of our our costumes had one costume I wore in ballet during the Nutcracker one year I was like dressed essentially in like a a candy cane outfit and so it was just like a leotard that was tight pants and tight up and uh yeah I was always worried about like oh no Shelly what was the maximum age you did ballet Eight? Yeah. I just want I just I just <laughs> want the Shelly gang to know that Shelly was worried about these things even at just a beautiful young age. <laughs> Can I add another uh semi immodest fact about circus? Woo, okay. Mm-hmm. Typically, obviously for women, uh when you're wearing that kind of unitard, um you're not wearing underwear. Well, here's the thing, and I will say this. It's so important to note that if you were to wear gym shorts to do trapeze, it wouldn't be safe. Yeah. Like, it's not – they're not doing that to show off. It's it's to be able to do the job as best as they can. So I think that's important to note. So – and massive wedgies. That – I mean, I can't imagine, like – you're swinging and there's gravity and G-forces in the world. That's like super wedgy. Um, if you fall face first, you have permanent um, sleep lines on your face. I would say if you fell face first, you would be happy to have permanent sleep lines and not be dead. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, that's true. You'd also have to start wearing like a Phantom of the Opera mask while you while you did it because you wouldn't want to see, have everyone see the lines on your face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Body positivity, Shelly. Even permanent <laughs> sleep lines. <laughs> uh, crop dusting would get wild. Uh, yeah, and bleh. <laughs> <laughs> that that whole time you're talking about that point, I just wanted to fall into a hole in the ground. <laughs> well, I uh, my my husband um is pretty free 
about farting anywhere at any time. And Wait, uh, so it's farting. Yeah, yes. it's walking past somebody and farting. Yeah, to you know how like the, fart, the crop duster planes. They yeah, fly I know. Over. I know about that. Just for some reason, I thought it was pooping, and I was no. like, "Why does that have a name?" So. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. What if you eat fried food and then don't wash your hands? That's on you. <laughs> you deserve to die, Shelly thinks. I mean, if you're not going to chalk up before you get up there on the trapeze and you just go up there with your slimy fingers, you've made a choice and you, you've now made your bed. You've got to go lie in it. <laughs> They'll slide into it. Yeah, slide right in. And that is uh, that would be hard to sing and do a trapeze act at the same time. That would be wild. So, um, so greatest showman, you did lie to us. <laughs> um, and that's the only way you lied to us. Everything else in the movie was 100% <laughs> correct. <laughs> uh, and, and Holly is right. I am notorious for preferring safe things to danger things. <laughs> well, that was like something we talked about a lot early in the podcast. It's true, but I wouldn't say it's notorious. I, I would say. I, I don't know. I was just at the I was just at the post office and I saw a poster of Shelly's <laughs> face and it said, "Watch out! Have you seen this woman? <laughs> she believes in safety. <laughs> Watch out!" <laughs> and secondhand nervousness is a thing I experience. <laughs> Comedy of errors, so good. I'll just say that so good. But and baby me. I don't remember baby me having those thoughts, so I don't trust me, baby me. Oh. <laughs> this is hearsay through and through. <laughs> so I do get secondhand nervousness, but guess what? When I'm watching a professional, like, you know, people who are not tiny children at the Y Circus, <laughs> I do not feel afraid for them. What? I go like wowie zowie, that's incredible. And like I would never do it, but I'm not I'm not afraid like, oh, I'm gonna see a death today <laughs> because <laughs> that person flying through the air will just fall and die. Like it doesn't give me that kind of rush. It gives me rushes like, wow, people are incredible that they can do that. And I'm so glad that there are people who are willing to do that because it's so amazing. Um but it doesn't give me like that rush of like, ooh, danger, ahoy. <laughs> um, and it is beautiful. And like seeing the Y Circus every year, like that kind of act, like watching, you know, people high in the sky. It felt like 100,000 miles in the air, <laughs> like swinging around and or like this wasn't exactly trapeze. But you remember that thing that like was like a bunch of bars way up high in the sky and the little boys would like. Or the big men would like pass little boys from like arm to arm, swinging like monkeys. It wasn't just men and boys; there were women and girls. Oh, was there? Yeah, our your friend, um, oh, Lindsay, also. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, so like that is also swinging around high in the sky, and those were like little teeny children participating in that. That did make yes. me feel afraid sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I also knew that they wouldn't do it if there was any real danger. Well, yeah, and they were, like, teeny, but they weren't, like, crazy young, you know, like, may maybe middle school age. Yeah, but just high in the sky, they looked like four-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, well, and they were pretty small, so. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I just think, I think it's incredible um, when, like, the one time I've stayed multiple nights in, in Las Vegas 
Rick and I went to go see a Cirque du Soleil show, and it was amazing to watch, like, the acrobatic parts of the show. And I just think it's really cool and great, and I love it. <laughs> so I am pro trapeze. Wow. Wow. Hooray! Julie, I hope that you rip up my rec- resignation from the small committee, as I would like to <laughs> offer myself because that was great. That was a great episode, and you all did great, especially you, Kelly. Yeah, yeah Kelly. Good job. Kelly. Thank you. I. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is all about me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on trapeze. And now we are moving on to a brand new segment that has two titles. <laughs> I can't decide which one I like better, so we're going to just say them both and then see what happens. All right. One okay. is called... Junk box games. Okay. The other is quip trash. <laughs> <laughs> I like them both. <laughs> okay. In my mind, I'm going to junk box games. Can't you see the quip trash? Can't you just feel the quip trash? In? So, in junk box games slash quip trash, <laughs> I make a deal with the devil. And I decide that I want to play Quiplash from Jackbox Games with my sister some more. We've been playing a lot recently, and I've really enjoyed it and had a good time. But here's the thing. When we play Quip Trash slash Junkbox Games, all of the prompts are going to be about junk and trash and garbage. (laughs) Okay. So I have... Four things, and you each are going to come up with something, and I will choose the one that I like the best. So there's four because there's three of you, and then there's an extra one, so we can't have a tie. Okay, here's the first. The most confusing thing to find at the bottom of your trash can. So uh, I'm going to give you guys some time to think and, and just let me know when you're ready. Okay, Shelly, what is the most confusing thing to find at the bottom of your trash can? The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Julie. Another tinier trash can. <laughs> uh, Kelly. A picture of a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funnier to imagine a person seeing that at the bottom of the trash can and being very confused by it. (laughs) Yeah, like being blown away. Bird? (laughs) I'm going to go with Shelly because I like the the, uh, homonym version of this. It wouldn't be surprising to see some beetles at the bottom, some cockroaches at the bottom of your trash can, but the beetles? Come on. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Shelly. You have one point. Next. Every time I clean out my junk drawer, I find more and more blank. Julie, what is your answer? thing that you would find more and more of at the bottom of your junk drawer is more littler junk drawers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sensing a pattern. Uh, Kelly, what is your answer? It's so weird. I love it. Peanut dust. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Not even crushed peanuts, not even just peanuts, peanut dust. Okay. Shall we? <laughs> this one may have been like wishful thinking on my part. Cause like I was just imagining you like opening up your junk drawer, cleaning it out, closing it, and then opening it right back up and there's like more stuff. So I said nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> Which Every time would happen to you. I know. But actually my very, very first thought, Holly, was tripazoo. <laughs> That was my sweet Lucy daughter's answer uh, that I tried to outlaw and then all of our family uh, told me and put it as their answers for things. She didn't put pants, period, again? <laughs> no, not this time. My sweet Lucy, I've discovered through playing Jackbox games with all of us, she loves a running gag. Yeah, she loves a callback. And she's very good at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so those were all great answers, but I'm going to have to go with peanut dust because I love its specificity. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the thought of being like having loose peanuts and being like, I'm just going to throw them in the drunk drawer for now. No big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have two more. So we have one point for Shelly, one point for Kelly, and zero points for Julie. But Julie, don't worry. I also have zero points. So, (laughs) Okay. So trying to get my kid to clean their room is like blank. So we had a trash can, we had a junk drawer, and we had a messy room. So these are the junk box games slash quip trash uh, (laughs) jokes that you've come to expect. One thing I like about playing this game with you girls is uh, I really – I find that Julie the most besides me – really amuses herself (laughs) i really do (laughs) kelly what is your answer the first thing that popped into my head was eating a light bulb okay and your your kid is only less than one years old her room is awful messy Uh, like in the way a regurgitator will do it you swallow it whole and then burp it back out no like you would eat a candy cane yeah, I'm like a, I was thinking, I've been doing a lot of like home projects. And so a fluorescent, like one of those long lights came into my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just eating a fluorescent light. Wow. Don't do okay, that. that is abominable. Shelly, what is your answer? <laughs> my answer is uh, getting my kid to clean my room is like trying to paint with all the colors of the wind. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Aspirational, but impossible. <laughs> uh, is that is that subtitle a part of it? No, it wasn't. It's just well, the colors it should of the have wind. Been. I punch it up with that. Yeah. Uh, okay, Julie, what's yours? Mine is really from the heart, you guys. The deepest screams from the depths of the darkest night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kelly, just wait till your child is old enough where you have to try to make her clean her room. I'm going to have to go with Julie on that one because I have two beautiful children who I adore. And one of them is pretty good at cleaning their room. And the other one really tries hard but gets distracted by all the beautiful possessions they own. (laughs) That sounds vaguely familiar to me for some reason. Uh, Okay, so everyone's at one point and I... Swear I didn't do that on purpose. I just was going with my gut. <laughs> okay, so the last the last prompt for junk box games and quip trash is 
trash talk me. You particularly? Yep. Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> no, mom is going to get mad at us. We're going to all get in trouble. This sounds more like quip trap. <laughs> uh, okay, Julie, what is your trash talk? Holly, you're a stinky poo-poo fart butt face. <laughs> oh! oh my goodness. You love a good toilet humor, Julie. <laughs> it's not humor, it's trash talk. It's so, so mean. Okay, uh, Shelly, what is your trash talk? Are you sure one of your favorite colors is gold? Because all I see is bronze. <gasps> oh! Because of this bronze skin, honey, get into it. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a th- that. Why is that significant? I don't She's know. Saying it- I'm a third place loser face. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. Okay, Kelly. What is yours? Trash talk. E- your leggings aren't that great. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I see. So you went. Everyone else went for fun, and you went. It's just. There it is. You said to say anything. <laughs> Low blow, Kelly. All the way down to the legs. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Julie's because I decided that whoever said there's uh, said they were ready first was going to be the winner. Ah, what? That's a horrible rule. Here's the thing is that uh, that's my game. And if you want to be in charge of the next Quip Trash, you do it, you stinky babies. (laughs) Ooh, now who's doing the trash talk? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been our segment, Junk Box Games slash Quip Trash. In my mind, I'm going to Junk Box Games. Can't you see the quip trash? Can't you just feel the quip trash? Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, unconventional episode. We <laughs> recorded on a weird day. We had all of our roles split up. And and someone said that I was a stick-a-butt. <laughs> and that doesn't happen on every episode, okay, everybody? Just most episodes. I'd usually cut it out because it hurts my feelings. <laughs> mom is never going to forgive us. No, Mom, here's a way you can forgive us. You can go to ShellyHasOpinions.com and you can look at all of our faces and you can think, do I forgive these girls? And then you'll say yes because you love us. Uh, another thing you can do, Mom, and all the Shelly gang, you can listen to all of our old episodes, including our one from last week that featured our children, well, some of our children, and they talked about the best cat in pop culture with Shelly. And uh, and uh, our friends at Podicon Go, which is our family-friendly network that we're a part of, uh, said that we should watch Samurai Pizza Cats, which is streaming on Amazon Prime for free, and that should be the best cat in pop culture so everyone uh give a shout out to that with your eyes that's what you call watching tv right (laughs) Uh yeah Mm -hmm. i knew it i knew it i knew it whatever shut up okay (laughs) so yeah check out shellyhasopinions.com that's s-h-e-l-l-e-y hasopinions.com also check out podicon go uh there are things 
mainly podcasts they're for all ages like literally for like young children stories for young children to just conversational topics that uh you don't really have to worry about too much <laughs> stinky poo poo talk except for this show we're the rebels <laughs> of podicon go <laughs> But mostly, Shelly Gang, we just want you to come back next week. And and hopefully by then, um, my feelings will be less hurt because Shelly said that I was very bronze. And that's a lie because I'm the palest person in this family, uh, except for Julie, who I will fight later to get dominance. <laughs> in the dark. What? Whoa. Okay, Julie, I mean, get ready to fight me in the match. dark. Get ready. That you can't be in this in any sort of brightness because you need to stay so bright. We we're not so white that we glow in the dark. No, but we do prefer <laughs> our light uh, to be to be free of UV rays, and that's why we sift all light that comes to us through our special UV sifter. <laughs> right, Julie. That's what you do. That's how you keep your pale skin, right? Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Ha! This was a trap. You're not supposed to do that. They're illegal in this country. Oh, no. The more you know, I guess. (laughs) And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. 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 That's the joke you wanted to end on. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you? Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit PodiconGo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go Family-Friendly Podcast Network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Podicon Go!